I'm out of sorts because, uh, well, I am cold and I'm trying not to put the heating on. And uh, so I've got a dressing gown on over about 30,000 loads of clothes. Uh, I've got a cat who is apparently wanting food. She's three hours too early. Uh, and I've just found myself dealing with idiots uh, regarding something. So uh, welcome to episode 119 of Mr. Bird Pods. Anyway, we'll save all that for uh, later. Um, there's a lot of cars going past today, actually, that's cheering me up because it's been very quiet recently. And there's my phone pinging. We've got some. So, um, where are we? It's been um, it's been a bit of a. Well, I was going to say it's been a bit of a social week, actually. Oh, it has actually. No, it has been a bit of a social week. Um, I'm in that sort of ending one production and going to another production work-wise, so it's all a bit. Uh, things are not very structured at the moment but I started this morning with um, Adrian uh, what was it called? Soften uh, ooh, there's lots of cars going past uh, she might have been softening I was uh, tensing up quite a lot and collapsed at one point so um, I didn't really get there I, I didn't get the soften bit anyway that's day five uh, I think day six is going to be Ignite. I really should be doing this every day. It's actually pointless doing it every once a week because I think one thing leads on to another. Uh, but anyway. And then um, then I went from a run. Uh, I get very worked up about where I'm going to run. I don't know why. I've basically got two routes. One's around the local woods and one's over to East Finchley and one's um, around Ali Pali. Um, I went through it all in my head like I always do, which one I was going to do. Uh, decided in the end I'd do the woods and then I promptly set off to run around Ali Pali. I don't know what goes through my head. Um, well, lots of things go through my head, unfortunately. So anyway, that was all right, actually, because I decided not to go around Ali Pali because I was feeling, feeling a bit tired and um, I didn't want to do a really slow run. And it was absolutely fine, actually. And I got back... Well, I don't think I, I don't think I got out of breath at any point, which for a half an hour run wasn't too bad. And I did it in 33 minutes, which is a little bit longer than the woods last week. So I was quite happy with that. Just to the bins out. Um, oh, no, it's the neighbours. What are they up to? Um, I'm guessing in the car. Driving off. Um, so, um, yeah, so I was quite happy with that, actually. And then I got back and uh, I got some piano practice in I was, and I, well, I'm, I'm trying to work stri Strictly is obviously started for those of you who haven't noticed that Strictly has started uh, and I've got quite, I don't know where I am with work at the moment. I don't know what my work hours are. So I forgot how long it is as well. So I'd recorded Saturdays. I started watching oh, Van with Ladders going past, not stopping at the... Uh, not stopping at the uh, extension. Now, you see, I've seen that man around loads, but I've never seen him walk down our road. That's weird. Anyway, um, yeah, so I watched Strictly. Well, I started watching it yesterday, then I had to go to work because I, I did an extra performance in last night. It was the final performance. So um, it's really annoying. I'm doing work on a Sunday evening. Yeah, that was the last show of the 
of the run and uh, yeah, it's been a nice little show actually i have to say uh, i think it's a uh, it's been nice and everyone's it's been a good show and everyone's been really lovely on it and um yeah i was, I was a little bit sad and i have to say <clears throat> that the person who will remain nameless uh though they won't listen to this uh who gave me my cues was the person operating the lighting board, which is the job I normally do. And the cues are usually given to me by the deputy stage manager. Anyway, they were giving me the cues. And there was one cue for um, the flies. They just, yeah, it's just one cue in the whole evening for the flies. Um, whereas I have six cues, obviously very, very stressful. Uh, and they said, Oh, just before the show starts, uh, we wanted to say, Bob, thank you for all your hard work. Uh, now, Bob is the person, and they're not in every night, who does the one fly cue, at which point I got really bitter. Because I was, I, was th- I was thinking, excuse me, I um, either nothing to do with you because they're doing flies, not the lighting, and I am the follow spotter, and I do six cues every night, and one of them is actually quite difficult. Uh, and then they suddenly realised that they'd uh, said Bob instead of Bert. Uh, and we're hugely apologetic, so uh, I wouldn't let that one lie, I can tell you. I was really cross, actually. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so that was that. And then it's a bit always weird when things finish because uh, you expect things to sort of quietly end, but you go down off stage and there's just all these uh, mostly men uh in ready to take the show out um so they're all quite um strong and scary looking uh and they're and they, they're always really lovely but it's just funny it's as someone said to me it is quite brutal at the end of a show you know the next one just comes in almost before the the one that's on uh is finished but anyway so that was all that so um i think i might be in on wednesday but i'm not sure i don't quite know what's going on at the moment um so uh it, where was i you say i thought that was all that and then, um, yeah, so I'm up to date with Strictly, so I'm all over the place today. I'm up to date with Strictly. Uh, I've got lots of opinions on it. And um, I don't want, yeah, I don't want this to become a Strictly podcast. But, uh, so that's cheered me up anyway, but I'm just a bit worried that I'm not going to be able to have time to watch it all. I don't think that's really a world problem, is it? And then, um, uh, yes, what's been going on this week? Yeah, so then, so anyway, um Oh, we've had a couple of solves, uh, which is quite exciting. Uh, one of which has completely gone out of my head, but the other one is the cat pill uh, that's been solved. Uh, I somebody suggested. Um, well, I the brand I used to use is called Catilax. It was this purple. It is a bit like toothpaste, uh, and um, it was for cat hair, fur, stop fur balls. And my what was it? No, two cats go. Uh, Polly uh, used to devour the stuff uh, and uh, anyway so this friend suggested and I'd forgotten about it but this friend suggested a different the same stuff for a different brand and then I remembered uh, there's some more toothpaste stuff although I think they call it a yogurty type thing you can get in tubes as little cat treats and uh, madam here always licks all the gravy and all the jelly off the cat food and then leaves the you know the nutritionist cat food is really helpful uh so she likes licking things so i haven't been able to pop i haven't even had to crush the pill i've been able to put the half pill into uh i can't remember webbox it's called webbox there's, there's different 
types of it. Uh, and it just goes down in seconds. In fact, she practically licks the pattern off the bowl at the bottom. So I don't know why she's sitting there sulking now. She looks in the right mood. Um, so so that's that solve. And there was another solve, and I can't remember what that was. That was something that was running. Anyway, I managed to go out with two shorts on again today. I don't know why. And uh, But they, they stayed up, so that was all good. And then, um, yeah, so anyway, I had to basically put my starter form in. I've had communication, but this is with a new production company, because I used to be employed by the theatre, and now the theatre don't employ me anymore uh, because it's cheaper for them. So I have to freelance it through each production company that comes into the theatre, because the theatre people really like me working there. Um and it just makes more work for them. It makes more work for me. It's just, anyway, so, and you have to go through the whole negotiation every single time. And obviously if the job changes every three, four, five months, you know, it's just like, it's just, it's just so boring. And I, I, the majority of uh, the organizations I've had to deal with have just caused problems. In fact, ironically, the two company, the two organizations who never caused many problems were the two who were new to the game and in theory shouldn't have been known what they were doing and should have caused me loads of problems and were, they were both really efficient. The people who just do this all the time uh, should be second age to them, always cause problems. So I've already had a, a faff with communication with them. And anyway, I sent off my starter form, which is basically my details. Um, I've got an email today saying um, oh, the first line of your address is, is missing and there's another important bit of information missing. And I thought, oh, I've obviously sent it off quickly and I haven't double checked stuff. I looked at it, it's absolutely fine. All the information is there. I don't know what they're talking about. So I've had to send another email off and they copy everyone in. This sort of drives me mad. There's about 35,000 people copied in. It makes me look completely stupid. So I pointedly just replied to the person and didn't reply all. Um, and then uh, saying, are you looking at the correct form? Because uh, the form I sent in had all that information on. Probably looking at someone else's form. It just, it really, ugh, I can't tell you how annoying it is. It, it's so annoying, especially when we've just gone through this mini budget where, you know, the rich have hardly been taxed at all and the poor have just been massively taxed. And I earn, I don't earn very much. I don't, I'm not complaining. It's a part-time job. It's not a particularly skilled job I do. Um, but, you know, the dances I have to do of a paying tax or, you know, self-assessment or the PAYE tax codes are wrong. And, you know, and I'm so honest and I, it's just, just, don't get me started. <clears throat> right, calm. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so that's just put me in a bad mood. And then the parrot started screeching. So only apart from that, I had a nice week because I, uh, on Tuesday... I went to uh, one of my closest friends for lunch. Uh, didn't realize this is the time tricks that lockdown and COVID have played on me. I honestly didn't realize I hadn't been to their house since before COVID lockdown, which was in 2020. So like I haven't been to their house in over two years and it didn't feel like it. I mean, which is the way it is because, you know, they're one of my closest friends and I'm always happy to be in their house. Uh, but I just couldn't get over the fact it's been that long. It just didn't feel it. And yet sometimes other things feel like it's been forever. Um, more cars steamrolling past. Oh, no, it's a van. And um, it's very busy today. I don't know what they're all doing. And um, so that was nice. 
and we were overfed as always uh, and it was a nice catch up uh, and then I'm not I haven't been I, I since lockdown I've got very unsocial I have to say I thought I would be rushing back into all my arm the arms of my friends and having huge gatherings and get-togethers and I've hardly seen anybody um I think lockdown has just made me not want to leave the house or something it's very weird and then uh in the evening I went to uh my writing group uh good news uh I think I said I've had my second short story uh accepted for publication in the second anthology uh, this one, I'm not sure whether I'm allowed to say what it's called. Um, the person in charge got very excited about the cover, and I got, which it's not out yet, uh, I got very unexcited about the cover, which I didn't like at all. But apparently it's coming out in hardback and paperback and ebook, uh, and there will be um, possibility of going into some bookshops, but that's limited. Uh, I don't think I can say any more about that. Um, so anyway, that's all jolly. And um, I might get some money out of it this time. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, so, yeah, so that's quite exciting. It was very exciting. I was happy to have a story published. So I've got to, I must update my uh, CV now because I've got like published work. Um, and then, yes, that was all nice. And then, uh, oh, and then I found out a friend of mine is still a member of the Ivy uh, from some production we worked on 100 years ago. Uh, and uh, so uh, I'm going to be able to go off and have a gimlet with them uh, in the Ivy Bar, which is very, very exciting. I'm very, very excited. That might actually happen this week. Um, there's a long story there about our friendship in gimlets, but in the Ivy, but I haven't got time to go into that now. And um, then on uh, Thursday, I met the National Treasure. Now, there are... There are people, well, firstly, let's firstly say I needed a bag because obviously those who are regular listeners will know that I was a little bit tipsy, uh, blind tipsy was the phrase uh, Darren helpfully used uh, when I left uh, Darren, having spent an afternoon with him last week or the week before and left my bag on the overground. It's never come back back which just was no big surprise I've also actually got a nice bag and a book in it and uh, so I had to go off and buy another book I had suggested uh, to the National Treasure who's Northern uh, I could try an afternoon tea place because uh, I'm trying to find somewhere for my birthday that's a whole other story I'm trying to organize my birthday and that's all just falling to pieces around my ears anyway it was 25 pounds which I didn't think was too bad seeing most hotel is this isn't a hotel but most standard um afternoon teas seem to be about between 45 and 60 65 pounds I mean they are just so so overpriced anyway uh the language was blue in reaction to that so uh we didn't do that there, but but I then tootled off into, because we were meeting Covent Garden, I then tootled off into the mountain range uh, clothing shop, I can't remember what it's called there, uh, and had a similar moment uh, over the price of rucksacks. I mean, £115 for a rucksack, that wasn't going to happen. So the National Treasure, who is a real treasure, uh, tootled around, was happy to tootle around, and we... They and they suggested Muji, so we ended up in Muji, and I got a very nice rucksack for twenty pounds. Um, so I'm very grateful to the National Treasure for that. Uh, unfortunately, the National Treasure is one of those people who attract uh, 
strange happenings. Uh, so as I was buying <laughs> the rucksack, uh, I shouldn't laugh. Actually, I shouldn't. I am torn about laughing about this because actually it's not funny at all, but it is funny. Um, this woman came in uh, who's obviously homeless and um, she was making quite a noise. Uh, anyway, I got the bag, got out, and we were standing outside Muji, and the National Treasure just looked at me and said, that woman's taken all her clothes off. And I looked in the shop, and she was at the back of the shop, and she'd literally taken every single item of clothing off her body, was standing there stark naked. Um, there is a funny side to this, but there isn't a funny side. She was covered in sores all over her legs, and um, I don't know, she was basically putting Muji clothes on. Um, Oh, I just thought, oh, letter, for goodness sake. I'm sure they probably did call the police. Uh, so that was that. And then we went off. We found a nice cafe Nero. I didn't notice there was a person coughing a lot. The National Treasure uh, did notice there was a person coughing a lot. And as soon as they noticed uh, there was a person coughing a lot and mentioned it to me, I then noticed there was a person coughing a lot. And it just went on and on. And it was really annoying, especially in times of COVID. Do you really want to sit? We weren't that near. Do you really want to sit in public just incessantly coughing? Uh, it was awful. Uh, then uh, there was a big crash and uh, couldn't work out at first what had happened. But basically there was, <laughs> there was a, um, a sign. I think it was like suctioned to the window of the of the cafe and it fell down and it hit a man on who was sitting in the window. <laughs> then some of you, then some of you who may have seen Instagram would have seen the picture of the pigeon. The pigeon was just walking around the cafe. It hadn't got lost. It hadn't flown in accidentally. It obviously semi-lived in the cafe, just happily walking around, uh, waiting for crumbs to fall off the tables. Uh, it didn't bother anybody, actually. Quite a few people uh, saw it. It just looked really happy. <laughs> so we had a pigeon walking around our feet, having left the naked woman, uh, having had a man have a sign foot on his head. Uh, we then have a pigeon walking around our feet. And then this st strange woman uh, who had rather a lot of clothes on and a wild look in her eyes. I think she had quite a few bags as well. She's quite well dressed, but just quite oddly dressed. Uh, she started exiting and I was just quietly praying that A, she didn't say anything and B, the National Treasure didn't see her because I think at that point there'd been enough madness uh, but the National Treasure did see her and that was sort of the icing on the cake really. Uh, there are people who just attract uh, strange people around them and the National Treasure is one of them. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but we had a lovely afternoon. <laughs> we did have a lovely afternoon. <laughs> And then <laughs> a lovely but surreal afternoon. Uh, then um, I think that's all. I did quite a lot of socialising. Quite that was three things that I socialised on. Um, oh, and then the other thing I was meant to be socialising on on Saturday got cancelled, uh, and I ended up in a three-hour Zoom meeting instead. There was a connection. Uh, I can't say any more about that. But I was really, really annoyed because I actually. Uh, rearranged my uh, work so that I could attend the social event that didn't happen and ended up working Sunday evening instead. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I think that's all I've got to say, really. We didn't get to the cinema because uh, there was only two films on that, neither of which I wanted to see. 
didn't bother that. What did we do instead? I think we watched some. Did we watch a film? I can't remember actually what happened. Uh, and then on. Yeah, so that was that. And then, uh, yeah, and then I basically worked all weekend. And then, um, well, yeah, and I had a Zoom meeting for three hours on Saturday afternoon. And um, I'm in love with my book. I'm absolutely in love with The Style of Sea. And I'm going to, it's my Desert Island book. It's probably not my favourite book in the world, but I love it so much. And I would take it to a desert island because I could just read it and reread it and reread it. And I think it's just extraordinary. And I know a lot of people wouldn't, won't like it. It's not to everybody's taste, but I think it's so brilliantly written and it's adventurous and it's got, uh, it's got real sto scope and ambition. Uh, and it's not an easy read. Uh, it's a bit like, it's not like a jigsaw puzzle. It's a bit like watching a wall being built and the foundations are going into the wall, but then, other bits of the wall start floating around in the air and then gradually the building, the foundations start going up, which is your basic storyline. And then all the other the, the funny little stories in the book that I was telling about all start slotting together, but further up, but you don't realise that they're slotting together until you're way into the book. Um, and everything's connected with everything. And it's, I mean, it's just so brilliantly structured, uh, as well as being this amazing new world that I want to live in. Uh, and it's all about change, actually, and it's quite a sad book because it's about uh, something that's changed, and I always get upset by change, as we all know, especially the age of closing. And, um, yeah, of course, that's buggered me up from my birthday, and I'm doing that. I've tried getting people together and various days, and inevitably 90% of people can't come. So, so it's, uh, And talking of birthdays, uh, it is my birthday next Monday, so I don't know whether I'll be doing this because I'm going out for lunch, possibly. Um so I don't know. I might do it on the Tuesday. Uh, and that all depends on rehearsals for the show. Uh, so I don't know. I don't quite know what's happening next Monday. So I hope no one's too disappointed. Uh, there we go. There will be. There will be devastation and uh, weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. Uh, I know. But it is my birthday. I think I'm allowed to have my birthday off doing Mr. Burt. Oh, I feel like I've rattled on for hours. I'm quite warm, actually. I've, I've got... Um, I've got a jumper on and I've got, uh, not overalls, what do you call them? And a dressing gown. So, um, oh, and I've started listening to Maggie O'Farrell after you've gone. I've meant to read Maggie O'Farrell for years and years and years and years and years. Uh, I've gone back to one of her early books after you'd gone, uh, which is quite strange. Uh, I'm listening to that being read and, uh, other oh, TV's just the usual TV stuff. I started anything new. I don't think I've started anything new. Um, or have I? On that tantalising note, uh, I'm going to leave and probably get very cross again because they'll have emailed me. Uh, thank you for listening. <laughs>